This podcast is brought to you by our patrons. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. This is your beer, liquor, and other beverage news for the week of November 14th, 2020. Please, everyone, a moment of silence for the largest beer importer. Speedwater sells to who now? Okay, that makes sense. Guinness 0.0 recalled in the UK, and not just because it's a bad idea. And part two of the Guinness block, Gingerbread Guinness. All this and more on Have a Drink News. cover the week's popular news about what you drink. I'm Brittany D. Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker. Now, on to the news. All right, uh, in case you missed this gigantic, massive headline in the beer industry this week, uh, Shelton Brothers are closing up. Uh, Dan Shelton says the company owes money to Berkshire Bank, uh, to breweries, and vendors. (laughs) He says... Go Banks. He says Shelton Brothers has shed 25 staff from its payroll, and the bank will likely seize its assets, including beer and wine. Shelton declined to share how much he currently owes and how much his remaining assets are worth. Basically, they have, this is a quote, basically they have rights to every last paperclip that belongs (laughs) to Shelton Brothers. Shelton says they're going to take that and they're going to sell it. We're trying to get them to sell it to people who will treat it right uh, by the assets, the beer we have in the warehouse, and continue the business. Right right now, though, it is unclear oh, who, That's... if anyone, would take over importation of the brands currently in Shelton Brothers' portfolio. The company wants, uh, wants a say in who does, but it's not certain whether it has authority to influence the bank's decision. Uh, I'm pretty not. sure they yeah. don't. <laughs> nope. And who... All right, we, let's start a pool now. What's the over-under on AB buying it? Oh, God. God, please no. They would just buy it to break it down and sell off the little bits. Yes. Just to destroy it. Buy it for scrap. Uh, uh, Shelton Brothers has been the premier importer of beer in the U.S. and the American availability of some of the world's most respected beers is now in question. Dan Shelton says it's the company's hope that the people we know will take on our assets to ensure the portfolio continues to be sold stateside, referencing his preference that he have a say in who takes over importation of those brands, but that's far from certain. Yeah, I mean, I assume everyone in that situation would like to hope they have a say, but, uh, yeah, doesn't uh, always work citing, that way. Yeah, they're citing COVID nineteen as the primary cause of the company's uh, <laughs> financial woes. Bars and restaurants are responsible for fifty percent of Shelton Brothers' sales, he says. And uh, when most were forced to close in March as a result of the pandemic, revenues dried up. 
Then in May, court records show Shelton Brothers was ordered to pay $2.1 million to Chicago-area beer distributor River North to resolve a lawsuit over distribution uh, disputes. Yeah. So. I I mean, I'm sorry. A, A lot, like, yes, I get that some breweries have closed because of the pandemic, but a lot of them have made it work for them somehow. Uh, you've got to do something. That's like, yeah, and you can't do know. something when you're a distributor, though. Like it's a, that's a different kettle of fish there. Yeah, yeah you're, that's true. You're relying on these other people who are doing everything they can to get every penny they can to stay afloat at the moment. Yeah. So that's like, um, hey, if you check out uh, one of our friends' shows, uh, Cincy. Cincy Brewcast, uh, go check out mm-hmm. Gnarly Gnome. Yeah, uh, he's on there every week with a lot of Cincinnati breweries, and they're talking about what they're doing to stay afloat. And it's mm-hmm. he talks with some of them where they're just like, hey, we don't particularly like this beer style, but we know it sells. So guess what? We've been canning a crap ton of it, like, every week. Are we sick of brewing it? Yep. <laughs> but it's still selling, so we're still brewing it. We're still canning it because it's selling and it's keeping the doors open I was just say, sometimes you have to keep the lights on <laughs> it's yeah i was gonna say it's it's the brewer's equivalent of yeah i hate this job but yeah, so i got bills to pay it goes back to off colors motto say son keeps the lights on <laughs> <laughs> uh, which uh yeah. we saw um uh, just we should have gone through that list before this episode but it's whatever I, we didn't really have the time uh fobab gave out awards and in the experimental category um, off color took first place. Guess who took second and third? Mad Tree. Um, me. No. So yeah, I was just waiting for my award in the mail. I was hoping I had it. For those who don't know, you may want to note what Fobab stands for. It's the Barrel Aged Beer Fest. And I was trying to remember the actual acronym, like what, it, and I was like, uh. <laughs> it's just Fobab. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter what it stands for. It's Fobab. <laughs> what it stands for is beer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Shelton Brothers, uh, gonna gonna get cut down. Sold yeah. Off. There are lengthy articles over the place. You can dive into that one. It's oh god, it hurts. I'm just expecting. That's like yeah. That's, I'm just expecting like so a. So they a, are. Again, like I said, AB is just gonna come in and go. Yeah, we'll buy this. Now we now we distribute these things. Now well, we don't wanna give it to someone else. So in yeah. case. In case you're wondering, uh, you like having McKellar around? They're the importer yeah. for McKellar. Actually, uh, oh, I just yeah. highlighted something. Sorry, about I also saw... Oh, in 2018, oh, both McKellar and Prairie decided to no longer do business oh. with Shelton oh. Brothers. Well. So those cut off from them, gotcha. Cantillon, though. Oh. Oh, yeah. And that just started Cantillon... Just started showing up. In there, our was there was time now. There was time. There wasn't time. There wasn't time, wasn't time or money, but there yeah. was opportunity. Hmm. So yeah, um, we'll keep our eyes on. If you if you've got some money to throw at the bank, you can go buy their. Well, their I know some. Or warehouses. I know someone that's got some money to throw at businesses. I don't know if they're going to want to do it though. Because uh, uh, global cannabis-based company, uh, company based in Canada, Af- Afria Inc. is buying Sweetwater Brewing for three hundred million dollars. That's 
That's roughly one third. That's roughly one third of a ballast point. <laughs> but it's a reason, like. That, I no, think that, it's reasonable, and I like Sweetwater. And them be, selling to a cannabis company makes the most sense mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those when you hear, you know, oh, Willie Nelson sell, selling CBD oil, and the yeah, water's like, wet. Like, yeah, Willie Nelson like, selling and... is getting involved in the cannabis industry. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> Branding at that well, point. Well, uh, Afro is looking to use Sweetwater's U.S. infrastructure, manufacturing, marketing, innovation, promotion, and distribution to build awareness in the U.S. for Afro's cannabis brands. Uh, the deal is expected to close before the end of December 2020. It being expected to close that soon makes me think this has been in, in the works for a while. I just wonder if it's been in the works since before, you know, the pandemic. Hmm. Maybe. Possibly. That was my first thought when we saw this. It was like, did, did you know, Sweetwater, like, man, things are getting real rough. Things are getting tight. If only we had some kind of influx in cash and would you like $300 million for your entire business? I would. <laughs> uh, we have a quote here saying, our strong balance sheets and uh, access to capital have enabled us to enter the U.S. market through this strategic accretive acquisition. Uh, we establish. We will establish and grow our U.S. presence through Sweetwater's robust, profitable platform of craft brewing innovation, and all the stuff I said before from uh, Irwin D. Simon, Afro's chairman and chief executive officer. Uh, at the same time, we will, we will uh, build brand awareness for our adult use cannabis product brands: Broken Coast, Good Supply, Riff, and Sully. Uh, through participation in the growing 29 billion craft brew market in the U.S. ahead of potential uh, future state or federal cannabis legis- uh, le- legalization, mm. which what was it? Five states voted to some yeah. some level and of Oregon allowing it. Criminalized everything. <laughs> they said, "Look, you're a grown ass adult. You can do what you want." <laughs> we don't care anymore. <laughs> Oregon said, "Hey, have you been to Amsterdam? <laughs> no. Why not come to Oregon? Have <laughs> you been to Amsterdam? It's pretty great. It's pretty lit over there, dog. We're gonna set that up. <laughs> what? What if it was lit over here? Uh. Well, uh." And they have here in the article, I mean, like, why Sweetwater? I mean, if you're a global cannabis business and you're looking to get into beer, uh, grow your presence in the U.S. with an established brand, Sweetwater is your obvious dance partner. Yeah, considering <laughs> the, they had the 420 stash pack. And that's... In addition to... Thinking about it, yeah, that's just, how uh, they could do the branding, like get introducing their brands to a U.S. market is including it you know, like whatever, which, whatever strain they want to use, they just start naming the different 420 strains that Sweetwater makes after their, you know, their other brands. In addition to branding, Sweetwater's various 420 strains of craft beer, uh, craft brews use terpenes and natural hemp flavors that, when combined with select hops, emulate the flavor and aroma of popular cannabis strains. They even host their own jam band festival every each year, a Sweetwater 420 Fest. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. No. Not going to lie. I love 420, but the only musical beer fest I want to be caught dead at is Dark Lord Day. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's Dark Lord. Uh, 
but yeah, they you know it, it makes some business sense for them to kind of get in there. They're you know they they are still a growing member of the craft beer scene, although not so much craft anymore. Uh, but they are uh, you know they are a a brand people have fond feelings for. So it's yeah. it's good that they're they're getting in. Uh, don't know how long that'll that'll keep going, but. You know, to a certain extent, a lot of beer drinkers are more loyal to taste than they are to, you know, ideological purity about being craft. Oh, yeah. Say, uh, again, look at Founders. Founder. <laughs> Ever since this show has yeah. been going on, Founders has not been craft. Well, and Founders yep. and even like, we have the Goose Island issue, and it's like, yeah, but Bourbon County. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, New Belgium. They still have some. They still have some pretty solid basic stuff. If I'm out and around, yeah. are, are we saying that? Yeah, craft, I mean, beer some, drinkers some, are like two some war profiteering, I guess. I was just gonna say sorry, go like two can Sam. Follow your nose. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, like, yeah, is is it worth is it worth funding uh, war criminals in order to mm. to get a fat tire? <laughs> fat tire. Rather than drinking ABM Bev. <laughs> fat tire, no. Yeah, not so much. Uh, Hemperer. Maybe. But what if I want to? What if I want to use it in my mashed potatoes? Okay, that's acceptable. I'm sure there's equivalent <laughs> somewhere. Uh, well. You know what? There isn't an equivalent of. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there you go. I was trying to work into a segue there, and I was like, oh, "Thank God, Brittany found it." <laughs> it's the only time it's ever happened. All right. Uh, Guinness has announced a quote precautionary, which is an interesting way to say that it's a recall. Of its recently launched non-alcoholic stout in Great Britain, amid concerns of biological contamination in some cans. By biological con- the contamination, ra- they mean lack of alcohol, <laughs> and that they they made a horrible mistake thinking people in Britain would drink it. Mm. Uh, look, all I'm saying is this wouldn't be a problem if there was alcohol in it to kill it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the company said in a statement, quote, as a precautionary measure, we are recalling Guinness 0.0, otherwise known as the surprised face, in Great Britain because of a microbiological contamination, which may make some cans of Guinness 0.0 unsafe to consume. Guinness uh, 0.0 currently is not on sale to the general public in Ireland. The issue is because, because they, they wouldn't stand yeah, for that. Yeah, no, I was like, mm. the, uh, they put their foot down. They said this stuff does not leave the premises of the brewery. It immediately gets the out of here. The issue is isolated to Guinness 0.0 and does not impact any other Guinness variants or brands. The company urged anyone with cans not to drink them. I'm going to go with Bob on this one. Uh, one one would assume any alcohol present would have taken care of this. Also, nobody had cans mm-hmm. of that. You're fine. <laughs> I, like, I'm, st- I'm sorry. I'm still now stuck on the idea of them trying to distribute this in Ireland and like just outside the, the gates of the, the it's, it's the St. James yeah. that yeah. the, the brewery name, like there's just a crowd with pitchforks and torches and they're just like, like they like, in front of the distribution trucks as they're trying to leave. And they're like, what, what are you guys doing here? If that stuff leaves that factory, we're burning the place down. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably how it went down. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, but yeah, the, the, I don't know. Just it's funny that like two weeks 
after they start releasing it, they're like, oh, um, wait, 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 no. <laughs> we turns out our quality control is a little slow. Our bad. Uh, Only in Great Britain, though, which I still just find interesting. Yeah. I mean, no one should uh, drink it, and hopefully no one ever does. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, what if, it's, what if it goes the way of New Coke? <laughs> Could be. What's, what's that, what if that's their plan? They release Guinness Surprised Face <laughs> in order to... <laughs> they release Guinness Surprised Face in order to... Uh, uh, Get a, a massive group of people to get upset, and they go, "Fine, fine, we're gonna release Guinness Classic." <laughs> God, what is it? It's it's beer. <gasps> now you're speaking my you language. Put back in it. It's Guinness Clear. You know, maybe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. What what is science rot? Uh, just vodka. <laughs> just, well, it's just vodka. <laughs> No, it's just uh, uh it's just smearing off ice. <laughs> Love of God. Uh no, so also uh uh also from Guinness, we they've announced two bourbon barrel aged beers. Yay. <laughs> they've redeemed themselves. Which is a weird thing for them. I feel like it's a weird thing for them to be releasing cuz I'm like those bourbon barrels went to your went to, you know, Went to Ireland for other things, not for your beer. Whiskey has to get made, damn it. <laughs> uh, but no, they uh, just announced two bourbon barrel aged beers, including an imperial gingerbread spiced stout. People who are excited about gingerbread can gasp here. <gasps> I, I wish oh. I were. Uh, no, I'm excited. I just have so much beer. I can't be excited because I know I can't buy it. Yeah can't get there's, still, yeah. there's no more room i just spent like an hour playing fridge tetris <laughs> trying to make things fit <laughs> you know how you do that you just start cracking them open to the tetris theme <laughs> well the problem is uh with the birthdays with with the child and we us yeah. not being able to have a single party so now there are like abundances of cake Oh, which is also uh, taking up room in the fridge. Well, Guinness has celebrated International Stout Day on Thursday, uh, this past Thursday by announcing, uh, well, a couple of Thursday, a couple of weeks ago, by announcing Baltimore Brewery will be releasing uh, two seasonal stouts, Guinness Imperial Stout and Guinness Imperial Gingerbread Spice Stout. Both are aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels and expand on Guinness's tradition of barrel aging brews. The Imperial Stout was originally designed as part of Guinness's stock ale blend last year with a robust body showcasing a barrel-aging process. Uh, they have a press release saying it has a velvety mouthfeel, notes of chocolate, bourbon, and an oak finish. Fans of the brand are prepared uh, uh, prepared to carefully crafted winter brew. That sounds delicious. Uh, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Uh Meanwhile, the gingerbread spice stout evokes classic holiday flavors and arrives in a warming 11% ABV. Uh, man, that's the strongest Guinness I've ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, brewed with allspice, uh, which is the forgotten one of the Spice Girls, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Each spice was chosen uh, to complement the barrel aging process and create a gingerbread brew that's anything but cookie cutter. Uh both will be available across the U.S. 
from now through the holidays is get your hand on a four pack. Uh, also, this just reminds me that my mother keeps making gingerbread every year, thinking I enjoy it. And every year I have to tell her, I hate this stuff. Yeah. I love gingerbread. I want to love gingerbread, but I hate everything I that ginger touches. I, I want Sam Adams to go back to making their gingerbread stout. They haven't made that in like four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I do want just that regular Imperial Stout, though. That does sound yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that sounds just fine. Four packs, uh, though. That's so annoying. Why? I you, want six that's, packs. That's what, that's, what you order, that's what you order Imperial Stouts in. Yeah. Bourbon barrel-aged beers don't usually come in six packs. Because I know, I know. do you want to be throwing down 50 bucks? No, nah, that's true. Uh, I mean, some people are willing to throw down lots of money on dumber things. Mm. Oh, yeah, like uh, possibly <laughs> anything from Elon Musk. I was good. Well, I don't know about anything, but at least this. Yeah, the uh, the Tesla tequila. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, real quick. I want to peek behind, give a little peek behind the curtain here. I went past this story like four times before I realized this was something about alcohol, just from the picture of this thing. That, yeah. You just assume it's something... I, I didn't realize this was a bottle. It's a great bottle, to be fair. It, it could be a bottle of liquor, or, or it could be some kind of statue promoting the uh, Shazam movie. <laughs> it... It looks like it belongs on a Star Trek set. Very, that's the, so when I was scrolling down, I hadn't seen the whole thing yet, and I was like, oh, it's a Star Trek. Oh, wait. <laughs> Tesla. Okay. Sorry. Well, uh, on Thursday, the Spirit went live on the Tesla website and sold out in one day. The release, oh, they sold it from their website? Figures. That's weird. Didn't even go to retail. <laughs> Uh, the release follows an initial 2018 announcement of what the billionaire then called oh Tesla Kila. Why? Musk later <laughs> teased the brand in an April Fool's Day prank, which announced he was found passed out against a Tesla Model 3 surrounded by Tesla Kila bottles. Oh my gosh. I swear how his board of directors haven't, like, confiscated his phone plan from There's, him. <laughs> no, he doesn't. There is no board of directors. I, yeah, I know. Well, there's there's investors that have to be like, dude, you you have to stop well, there, this. There are other investors in his stuff, but he's always the primary investor. Yeah, I know. Like that's just no one can give him crap, and if they do, then he just I sells know. the company and moves on. But after trademarking the term Tesla Tequila, Musk received serious backlash from tequila producers and Mexico's Tequila Regulatory Council. The CRT. CRT worried uh, whether the brand would deal with an authorized tequila producer, comply with the council's standards, and actually request authorization from Mexico's Industrial Property Institute. Can can you just picture, like, the Council of Ricks, but they're just all about tequila? <laughs> yes, I can very much see that in my in my head <laughs> movies. They're just they're like, yeah, I don't uh, think that we should be doing this there. Uh. It took two years, but after pairing with tequila producer Nosotros, Nos Nos the product finally Nosotros. arrived. We could add some more O's and S's to that if we wanted. The product finally arrived under a new name and with a $250 oh. price tag, 
The certified Añejo tequila is aged for 15 months in French oak barrels and boasts a light vanilla nose with a cinnamon pepper finish. After selling out on its first day, there's no telling when Tesla tequila will be restocked. In the meantime, there are plenty of $1,000 used empty bottles available on eBay. That's bananas. That's right. The empty bottles someone's trying to sell for a thousand dollars can't say that they're going for that because we don't know if anyone no. actually coughed up that much money for the empty bottle yeah right so i wouldn't be surprised you know what i'd be willing to spend money on though you know i usually don't put one of these up but perhaps a whisk mystery whisk mystery <laughs> is that in the story please god tell me it is are we I don't think it is. This is this is just me. You trademark that yeah, right trying now. to wish something is into. Christmas now. Uh, that's the holiday we celebrate. Christmas. <laughs> oh, you know we had beers giving. We need to have Christmas. <laughs> oh my god! What are we doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Oh. So when you Christmas is the fantastic holiday in which you you drink a different whiskey every day. The whiskey Advent, yeah. Throughout the entire month of December, until you're blackout drunk by New Year's Eve. Whiskmas. That checks out. <laughs> uh, so imagine celebrating the holidays with over 100 bottles of Jameson. This year, seven lucky people will, though they didn't worry about a hangover. On Wednesday, Jameson announced a plan toward seven nine feet tall whiskey trees to fans around the country. In a press release, the brand claimed each tree will shine brighter than a Yule log fire thanks to a lighting system that's wrapped around the 130 empty bottles of Irish whiskey. Uh, the company felt inspired by the pressures of this holiday season, which promised to unfold like no other. If there were ever a year where the holiday season needs that bold John Jameson spirit, it's this one, Jameson said in the press release. Each tree is valued at an estimated $5,000, and winners will receive or will also receive a $45 gift card for a bottle of Jameson Black Barrel, so it's not an entirely dry prize. Whiskey fans have until November 20th to apply online and can enter by sharing a brief summary on why their home is deserving of a Jameson tree. Uh, given the way 2020 has gone so far, m most contestants should have no shortage of inspiration to call on. <laughs> Just thinking of... Like, like, oh, yes, you get that. Then you use the $45 to, guide, to get the other bottle, and you put that as the tree topper. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Except all that light's bad for the whiskey. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, once you down <laughs> it, though, then it could be the tree topper. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a weird, dumb thing that they're they're doing, but... Now, now that we've got a new holiday, like we need some more holidays. Uh, just don't know it. Like you know, <laughs> how do you turn Easter alcoholic? Well, it's initially a pagan holiday, so we can we can work it in there somehow. <laughs> now, just made it like name wise. Oh, mm. yeah, we're gonna work on that uh, one. We're gonna work on that one. We'll put out a full like calendar. start workshopping this. Yeah, that's ooh, that could be another item in the store. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we'd like to remind everyone, this is our news only show, but we also do a weekly long form show discussing the science and history around what you drink. If you like what you hear and you want to support Have a Drink, please go to patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow or as mentioned, haveadrinkstore.com. And we will see you again in another couple of weeks. 
Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>